This is the Morning Blitz with Rick Corey. Live and local in the morning from 6 to 9, covering all of your favorite teams with analysis and opinions to carry you through the morning on the Blitz 1170 and streaming live on the Blitz 1170 app. We want to hear from you. Tweet slash X us at the Blitz 1170 or the text line is always open at 918-262-5072. Now it's time for the Morning Blitz. Here's Rick Corey. Well, did you get some sleep last night? You, you didn't on Sunday night, obviously. You were either up for the game and, and you know watching that, discussing it with your friends, destroying your television if you made the wrong bet, or uh, just generally probably awake because of all the screaming and yelling somewhere in your house, but probably a little more calm yesterday. Welcome into a Tuesday edition of the Morning Blitz. It's 33 degrees outside, but do not worry. We will get up in that old, probably 62-ish degree range today, which is just fantastic. And that snow yesterday was the best kind. Big and pretty, and then it was gone. And that's yep. what that's what you're looking for. The, the big and pretty, when it stays, is not quite the same thing. But that one, by the time I was out of here to make my Oklahoma City drive, it was dry. Just completely dry. And I'm sure it was in your way, too. Right, Bryce Hall? Yep, it was. Yep, so that was not so bad. And, and you know, it's going to be in the 60s, 50s, 60s. So, I mean, we're really closing in on being done with winter. And I know as soon as you say that, people will go, don't say that. But, hey, I'm just sorry. I just think we are. All right, so what is there today? Well, we've got the, a look back at the Super Bowl numbers, which was about what we thought. They set records. But we have more than that. I've got to look at some of the bets and some of the things that paid off that uh, people made big money on. And as I mentioned, I don't know if you, how many videos have you seen of people destroying their own televisions? I've seen a couple that I'm pretty sure are set up, but I'm, no. I'm, I'm waiting for the right one. Oh, I've seen a, I've seen a couple I know weren't set up. Okay, good. Absolutely not set up. Send them over. Because the one dude not only goes after the TV, but then he goes after a fan. <laughs> I mean, he, he they're, they're all, looks like there's a big watch party, and this dude had bet 20 grand. Oh, gosh. Big watch party, and they're all watching, and there's a couple of people in Chiefs jerseys. And you don't see the guy who bet the Niners. You see the Chiefs fan right there by the big screen TV. It's on the wall. It's kind of like between where we are, you and I, so it's up in that range. And you see him start jumping up and down as Hardman catches the ball, and then you just see this blur across the screen, run up and full on just run into the TV with both <laughs> elbows and just shatter it. And then he just starts punching it and trying to tear it off the wall. And the Chiefs fan, and there are several of them around, the Chiefs fans looks amazed. And the dude turns and goes for him. Now I'm mad at you. And one of the guys had to grab him and pick him up because he's not the biggest guy uh. and carry him out of the room as he was screaming obscenities <laughs> at the guy. And then another one, almost the same thing from a different angle, uh, although he didn't go after anybody else. He did uh. then pick up a chair and continue <laughs> pummeling the television, which is also OK. So now you've lost whatever you lost and you have to replace a TV, yeah. which, by the way, had nothing to do with the play. <laughs> so that's where our instincts get us sometimes in sports, right? Yeah, no. That's stupid people's instincts get them. <laughs> have you felt anything close to that? Anything remotely close to like wanting to break a TV on purpose? Can no. you say anything close? No, I no. As a matter of fact, I'm when I watch teams I really like, I get frustrated. Mm-hmm. So I don't have anything. No, I would never do that anyway. I would never throw something at something that's not the television's fault. Yeah. But I did joke one time with my wife because she gets very emotional. I said, let's just get one of those little foam balls like they give to kids. <laughs> 
And then if you want to chunk it anywhere around the house, you can chunk it somewhere around the house, but you won't have that worry. No, I've, I've never wanted to do that. I do get horribly frustrated, though, especially yeah. if I'm watching Duke or A&M. I, I don't get frustrated watching Tulsa. My, my tie there is a little different. It's a lot closer, but for some mm. reason, I just can analyze through that, I guess, if you will. But I'm more of a okay. fan. Yeah, I guess that's probably the reason. When I'm still watching Tulsa, I'm still kind of analyzing things. And so, yeah, sometimes you compartmentalize it a little. The frustration, yeah, yeah. Well, I it's I don't really call it frustration at that point. It's I don't know what it is, but I it's more like I'm working. But when I'm watching, say, a Duke or or an A and M, who I'm just a fan of, I am just a fan, and then I get horribly frustrated. (laughs) Horribly frustrated sometimes. So, never thrown anything. But uh, how about you? You ever wanted to chunk something? Yeah, I've wanted to. I, I think. I, yeah, I mean, just yeah, so straight up. You? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, I would, I would probably have moments where you know my frustration makes me uh, kind of the opposite effect, where I just get very quiet mm-hmm. and just kind of focused in and have to take deep breaths. And yes. then there's, and then there's that one play usually that pushes you over the edge mm-hmm. of just why in the world and you know just give me a minute to do that, get that out of the system, <laughs> and then I'll just go back to my calm state where I just again. Just close your eyes and take a deep breath at that point when anything frustrating count happens. Count to ten. Yeah, count to ten. Do you remember one of those plays that sent you over the top? Um, <laughs> one one of them happened just uh, earlier in January this year, just against against Baylor in a basketball game. Seeing Eric Daly bring the ball up the court one play out of the game for no reason, <laughs> having a six eight forward <laughs> who just normally takes the ball in the half court offense. In a close game, randomly being given the ball, and of course Scott Drew's like, "Yeah, attack that guy." They, you know, get pickpocketed. Baylor scores, and I lost it. And then I just went right. And then I just went right back to my you know, sense. Yeah, yeah. Because again, it's just there's just that one play of just why in the world do you let that happen? And then I'll be back to my normal self and be able to again like analyze it a little bit so I can talk about it a little bit on Monday, right? It becomes one of those. What are you thinking? Yeah, exactly. And then just. <laughs> Get back in the chair, breathe, take some notes. I'll talk about this on Monday. I, you know, I don't get as mad about calls. Calls happen, and if and if a call works, you're brilliant, and if it doesn't, you're an idiot. And certainly there are times when you watch a coach make a call or whether in that situation Mike Boynton should have yet, get the ball out of your hands. Right. <laughs> Which obviously you should. I get more frustrated when I watch players who, to me, either have lack of interest or lack of effort. Mm-hmm. I used to watch Kellen Mond at A&M and just lose my mind. <laughs> and, you know, the last time they had a decent season, his senior year, he really played well the last probably six games, but he was so inconsistent before that. Was he on the Orange Bowl team? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, and he was so inconsistent before that and and never looked like he was interested. Now that some people just look that way, yeah. But he had that look on his face, kind of like, yeah, well, we win, we lose. Like, I don't care. I mean, I just, I, if it's just the look, it takes some getting used to for sure. I did, at that point, you just want to you just, yeah. stop it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> look infested for God's sake. And I, you know, I guess you're happy in the end that he's calm and all that. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, he he beat Joe Burrow in the seven overtime game. So yeah. that game, he was really good. Mm-hmm. And then you could go a game like Prairie View, and he would be like me <laughs> at quarterback. And I never played that position, nor should I. Oh, yes, so that's the case. By the way, speaking of Oklahoma State, did you see the throwback helmet yesterday? I, I saw some, um, what, what would you call them, whenever somebody makes them... Uh, the renderings? The, or? Like, uh, gosh, like it's a fan-made thing. Because mm-hmm. I saw one that was orange with the 
curvy 80s OSU. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's what um, I'm talking about. Okay. That it is, looks really sweet. It is. Is it not sweet? And now, I did not – all I saw was the picture. So, mm-hmm. man, and I do. I know that Oklahoma State has a ton of uniforms, and I know that everybody's into throwbacks. So I wasn't sure if that was really one. It, the, the line I, I, I saw just said something about let's let's get it started right now. Here's the throwback, and I don't know if that just meant I mean, wishful thinking or yeah, not. Yeah, I, th- I think it was a concept thing because I yeah. saw that along with like a couple of others that were kind of interesting uh, ideas, if you will. But I, I love but, that one. That goes back to the Terry Miller type. You know, oh, yeah. love, love, love yeah, that helmet. It's kind of a different twist, right? Because mm-hmm. we've seen that with like the white OSU logo yep, a little yep. bit, but that's that's kind of a, a play on it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I thought it was really nice, and, and I wouldn't be surprised if, if they had, at some point adopted it. Oh, so yeah. what else do we have to do today? We're going to do a little high school basketball with Tim Bart out of Claremore Sequoia. He's one of our favorite guys. He's a heck of an interview, too. We'll talk to him about 810 this morning. We have Oklahoma basketball at Baylor, the aforementioned Bears and Mr. Drew. Uh, that'll happen tonight at 8 o'clock. And we'll get we'll get some Porter Mosier, and I, I have to like the way he answered this. Uh, he had a media availability yesterday to talk about Baylor, and they started with, "Hey, there's an opening in DePaul, and we're you know your name's being circulated." I love his I love the way he even starts the answer to that, which we'll get that a little bit later on. Kansas got railed last night. Yeah, this Kansas team, great, horrible, great, horrible. I mean, they didn't just lose. They got stomped. It, this mm-hmm. is so unlike a Bill Self team. I, yeah. It's it's breathtaking. Cowboys have their new defensive coordinator, but he's an old defensive coordinator, I'll tell you about. There is a bill in the Oklahoma House looking to attract more professional uh, sports teams here. I'm going to see if I can't reach the guy who, John Eccles, he's the rep who wrote this, and see if we can't get him on. And I'll explain what it's for, and then I, I want to know your opinion I'm very interested in this because it crosses two lines that really are diametrically diametrically opposed when it comes to philosophy and doctrine in our state. So I'll be really interested to find out if there's someone who agrees with a certain ideology, but they still like this bill and how you make those two cross. I always find that really interesting. I think it's really interesting when we have a set belief, but we're willing to put it aside for what? And I, I and you know, you may be on one side or the other, and just that's the way it is. But you could also believe in the one thing and then think, yeah, but I still want this. How do you make that work? Mm-hmm. And, and I'd love to know what your opinion on it is. I don't know that it'll help. I, but hey, it's, you know, if you're trying to get, trying to do it, and I don't know if you're someone who would never. I mean, you might go to a game, I suppose, if you attract one, but you might never be helped in any other way by this new law, whether or not you would still like that or not. Thunder play tonight. They will be at Orlando. UCLA has a new head football coach, but again, he's an old football coach. We'll tell you, run down the AP Top 25 in basketball. The Royals are going to announce their new location for their stadium today which is downtown uh, near the Power and Light District. So even though they're going to announce it, everybody already knows because that's just the way that works nowadays. <laughs> and then, as I said, we got some interesting numbers from the Super Bowl on overall uh, how how watched was the halftime, which commercial was the most watched. I know that sounds odd, but they can actually track that because it, you, when those things start, you know, if you're one of those people who gets up and runs a little, you know, little potty or to get the next, you know, little smoky or whatever it is, there's some that kept them there. 
and they can tell you that. And then the overall numbers I talked about. <laughs> and there's one thing that it makes me laugh on on two levels. That it, not that they have the merchandising, but that it sold the way it did, and it was never even talked about. But it but it's been sold, and I just think that's really fascinating as well. Uh, then I've got some other numbers that will tell you about some interesting things when we talk about Mahomes. We'll clarify the overtime rules in the NFL, and I'm sure the guys mm. in the show, Pop and Colby, probably did that yesterday. And I, you know, talk about tough for Jeremy Poplin, a guy who's such a <laughs> Niners fan. And I'm not laughing at him. That's just hard, mm. right? That is just hard. So I've got all kinds of cool numbers from all those things. Plus, we'll take your text at 918-262-5072. That's our Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line. Now that you've had a little time to process this, now that you've looked it over and thought to yourself, well, all right, this is what happened. Have you changed any? Have you come to a different um, thought process? Do you, <clears throat> how, you know, I think Dan Patrick put it the best yesterday. We spent three hours talking about it, and he summed it up in a sentence. It was not a great game, but it was a great finish. That's a, that's a fantastic way to put that. So when you, take, when you look back, just because it finished close and it was an overtime, it really wasn't a great game. Neither team yeah. was really good until the Chiefs were really pretty good in the fourth quarter offensively, and they were really good defensively the entire game the Chiefs were. So I have a hard time saying it wasn't a good game for them. Or, or, you know, Their just offense didn't play well for three quarters, but part of the reason was San Francisco's defense until they got tired. At any rate, <clears throat> if you've uh, changed any of those things, let us know any of those. Um, and um, <laughs> I've got a quote here about Brock Purdy I think is classic. I mean, just absolutely classic. A couple of numbers on him, too, that I think are impressive. But one quote that, that I think says it all about what people say about that young man. So that's all happening. He's Bryce Hulse. I'm Rick Corey, and this is the Blitz 1170. Hey, I want to remind you, the uh, 60th annual Daryl Starbird's National Rod and Custom Car Show. It's called The Next Generation. It's presented by O'Reilly Auto Parts, and it's in Tulsa again this weekend. It's a, absolutely it's a linchpin of Tulsa. We do it every year. It's Friday through Sunday at the SageNet Center in Expo Square. There'll be more than 1,000 exotic, uh, exotic cars, pardon me. And then you know all the other cool stuff. They've got the chop shops there and the demonstrations. And they'll have people you've seen on TV doing those things there. You can do all that, and you can find out more by uh, going to visitstarboardcars.com. That's visit starbirdcarshows.com. All right, again, I'm Rick Corey. That is Bryce Halson. I'd like to tell you that right now when it's about, oh, 34 degrees, the last thing you want is your shop to be that cold. If you go outside in your shop where your workers are going to be and, and where your, your, your merchandise is, the things you're trying to sell, and it's 34 degrees, it's probably not good for it. I mean, if you're selling books, okay, fine. <laughs> They're not going to be too cold at 34 degrees. You're selling anything else. That's not what you want. And you certainly don't want the stock out there to be really hot and then really cold and then really hot and really cold. That's bad for it. It's bad for you. It's bad for your workers, and it costs you a lot of money. And that's where Overhead Door of Tulsa's commercial division should be your go-to. You see, Frank Sanders Jr. and his company have been doing these doors for over 50 years. They've been doing residential and commercial doors for over 50 years. But when Frank Jr. took the company over, he morphed it into really focusing on commercial doors. And there's a reason, because it's not easy to do. And it wasn't being done well. And it really is a different skill set. You know, you might have an overhead door that looks like a garage door on your commercial business, but it's not the same. It's heavier duty. It operates a lot more. It goes up and down a lot more. Those operators themselves, the door openers, have to be much more heavy duty. 
And the best thing you can do is you can make that more insulated. And they can do that. Even if your door doesn't need replaced, they can insulate it. They can fix seals. And by the way, if that door's you know, creaking and groaning, sure, you can write it off to, well, Oklahoma, ground moves. Yeah. But that also means that's putting pressure on that door in places. It's going to wear it out faster, and it's bad for it. You need a service contract with Overhead Door Tulsa Commercial Division, just like the city of Tulsa does for police and fire, because those doors have to work and they have to be efficient. They also have to try to keep out the cold and the hot because people live and work in there. And that's what you can do with them. If it needs replaced, it's a no-brainer, all the way from giant air you know, doors at the airport to a regular door that's not even an up and down that might be a regular fire. You know, It could be, a uh, say, a freezer door. Could be the doors that are on the back of delivery vans. You name it, they do it all. And it's simple for you to find. It's just go to overheaddoortulsa.com. When you get there, you're going to see two sections. And then all you have to do is click on commercial. The Blitz 1170 stream is brought to you by Duck Creek Casino, your hometown casino. From the Oklahoma Sports Desk, it's time for a two-minute drill on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. The 25th-ranked Oklahoma Sooners will be in Waco tonight as they face the 12th-ranked Baylor Bears. The Sooners have two ranked wins this season. Tip-off at Foster Pavilion is 8 p.m. In the Big 12 last night, there were a couple of blowouts for the home teams. TCU handles West Virginia and Fort Worth 81-65, and Texas Tech dominated Kansas and Lubbock 79-50. Bill Self was ejected in that one. And the third-ranked OSU Cowgirl tennis team secured their first-ever ITA Indoor National Championship yesterday with a thrilling 4-3 win over fifth-ranked Michigan. The Cowgirls' next match is at Arizona State on Saturday. That's the Wonder World of Tulsa 2-Minute Drill. I'm Bryce Holst, Limits 1170, and streaming on the Limits 1170 app. Blitzing up your mornings. This is the Morning Blitz with Rick Corey. Want to get in the game? You can always join in by texting us at 918-262-5072. We love it when you do that. It's an Interopti Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line. We had a lot of stuff on last week and, of course, a lot yesterday as well, especially early. So I know you're out there. You want to you wanna hit us today? 918-262-5072. Bryce Hulse in the next room. I'm Rick Corey. Tim Bart from uh, Claremore Squire will be with us at about 810 this morning. Otherwise, we've set it aside for you. I did see a note about Bedlam hockey, and, you know, i got to be honest. I mean, I knew that there were hockey teams. I mean, I've seen hockey teams anecdotally around. Now, you because you were at OSU, Bryce, are those cl- is that a club team at OSU? Yeah, those are club teams. Okay. Um, they're probably, like, a couple of divisions below, obviously, like the Ohio States and stuff of the world. So Yeah, the Minnesotas, yeah, you know, Minnesotas. the Frozen Fours yeah. and, and along those lines, <laughs> yeah. which I think is really great. That's a fun name. Oh, it's fun to watch. Well, it's still, you know, Delaney went to one down at A&M and really had a good time. You know, it's a yeah. smaller venue and all that. Where do they play in Stillwater? Uh, they play at the they play here at the Oilers Ice Center, um, right. the one on uh, by Union High School. Yeah, yeah, that, it's, yeah so. well, it's not there. Well, and this time the two are going to play Bedlam, and they call it the uh, you know Frozen Bedlam, I guess if you will. Yeah, yeah. They're going to play at the BOK. Yeah, which is cool. So I saw it yesterday, and Bryce and I are going to see if we can't reach out and get a hold of people. I've, I've already sent that. a couple messages yesterday. So yeah, that's cool. I'll, I'll keep like to on talk that. to them. It's interesting because you know when you're talking about a club team. You just like every other athlete, you're going to try to balance your school with that, and it's it's a passion. You know, it's yeah. something you want to go do, and and you know those athletes are as dedicated as anybody else. Now they probably don't have the same advantages, sure, <laughs> training tables and and whatnot. But still, I think that's kind of fun. So anytime that you can you can go play Oklahoma Oklahoma State, why not? Yeah, and you know what. I thought of this yesterday. As I mean, I've got a lot of time. <laughs> yesterday was trip one of thirty-five. Mm-hmm. Seven weeks back and forth every weekday to Oklahoma City for Lindsay's uh, uh, proton therapy. And literally, 
you drive an hour and a half, which is not, it's really not bad. I'm not I'm not complaining because it's the best chance we have. So it's an hour and a half down there, and we were in and out the door in 25 minutes. Oh man, the treatment is very quick. Yeah. Uh, so she goes in, we sit down. Maybe two minutes later, they came to get her, and. I go and I decided I didn't want to just sit, especially, you know, an hour and a half in the car, up an hour and a half back. Mm. So I just walked through the lobby, and I know I drove everybody crazy because <laughs> I walked for 20 minutes. I just set my mm-hmm. clock and walked for 20 minutes. And there, Oklahoma Proton Center is attached to Integris Health down there, one of the Integris Health buildings. And so there's probably, I don't know, it's probably 55 to 60 yards I can walk. Okay. So I just walked back and forth and just made a circle for 20 minutes and people just kept looking at me like, what is that fat guy doing as I'm going back and forth? And then I finished at 20 and I sat down for a second and boom, there she was. Yeah. And we're back out the door and we're already on the way home. So the entire trip lasted three hours and 50 minutes. That's good. Total in and out. And that, we stopped for gas. There's a Costco right there. So we yeah. stopped for gas because that's cheaper. And even with the <laughs> huge jumps we had lately, I mean, obviously going to a Costco is, is cheaper. So, you know, today, that's a one down, 34 to go. <clears throat> and today back up there again. But that allows me to uh, take some time. And I'm thinking when I'm doing it, because sometimes she'll nap. But she's this has affected her such that her personality is really so different. She's very quiet. So I was thinking, and I was thinking to myself, I wonder in that hockey thing, because I'd been thinking about the show and other things we need to do. And I thought, I wonder if the hockey thing... I guess, I mean, you can call anything you want bedlam. It's just a term. Mm -hmm. But the schools have kind of owned that, if you will, even though it's probably not copyrighted by anybody. I don't know if you even could. But I wonder if they got any any guff from anybody in calling it bedlam. And then I Mm -hmm. thought, well, because their club teams, heck with the SEC Big 12, they can keep playing. Oh, yeah. Easily. So, I mean, when you look at their normal schedules for OU and OSU, yeah, yeah it's not, there's not really – there might be quote-unquote conferences within, but mm-hmm. they face very a random array of teams, sure. you know, because only so many teams have club hockey, te- yeah. club hockey teams, right? So. Yeah. And I wonder, do they branch outside of that? And well, these are things we'll ask them too. I mean, they might yeah. play a minor league club or a high school club mm-hmm. in Oklahoma City or Tulsa, you know, or, I mean, I know a lot of the folks like like Zach Reynolds, who is a play-by-play guy for the Oilers, yeah. did sidelines for me for Union for many years. Really good kid, and um, he's, a, he's, loved, he's a big football guy, too. It's what he grew up with in high school. But he's also played hockey all his life. So I want, you know, guys like that, there have always been those kinds of quote-unquote leagues here. I wonder if, like, the high level of those leagues, and I know a junior hockey player who plays at the highest level of junior hockey, not just here but nationally, Mm. And I wonder if they ever play teams like that. Right. It'd be interesting to know. But the, the the key is what I'm thinking of all this is, heck, they can keep playing Bedlam. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and, and you know, we we hope and think that possibly there will be others. Mike Boynton and Porter Mosier both said they'd like to continue in basketball, which would be super. you got to find the time. But it is easier in basketball to schedule than it is in football. I get all that. You know, but then you got to hope that maybe tennis could keep playing or soccer could keep Diamond playing. sports. And yeah, you'd love, 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 love to have baseball and softball keep playing. That might be harder. You're starting to talk about, you know, I don't want to say egos, but more issues. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and what's like funny that. about softball is the way those programs have been. You're probably guaranteed to possibly, not guaranteed, but you're always going to have the possibility of seeing them in the World Series most sure. likely face each other. So. Yeah, yeah. You'd love to see it during the regular season too, though. Yeah. But you could guarantee it in hockey. 
Yeah. I mean, so you've got Always something. Yeah, you've got something <laughs> to glom on. If I were them, I would advertise the living crap out of that. I would say, oh, yeah, for sure. This bedlam doesn't run. <laughs> I, th- I think I think last year's uh, hockey at the BOK Center um, was the first one there. Mm-hmm. And I'd, I'd be interested to see, like, what the numbers were like. Because from what I remember, I wasn't there for it. Uh, but hearing about it, like it was pretty well attended. attended? Event. So, yeah. And so people know about it. And again, I think it's, that's only going to grow. If the Oilers, Andy Scardo doesn't miss many opportunities. And if I were Andy and the Oilers, I would glom onto this right now. And yeah. then I would move it over to the Oilers Ice Center. Hmm. Now, BOK is cool. And I understand. And players probably absolutely adore that. If yeah. you can afford it, because it's not a cheap. <clears throat> I mean, that's part of what killed the Tulsa Talons was what it cost to play there on a regular basis. And the fact that 5,000 there looked like a paltry gathering when 5K (laughs) at the convention center was a loud, raucous home field advantage. And let's be honest, it hurt the talents as much as they wanted to be upscale and the league wanted to be upscale. They killed themselves. They might as well have just shot and put a gun to their own head. Mm -hmm. So I love the building and I understand. But if I'm the Oilers, I glom onto that and I put that over at the ice center. Yep. And I promote the crap out of it, and you you load up your bar area and all that kind of thing. I think it's obviously a more intimate setting. Like that'd be really cool, and obviously a very new building. Mm-hmm. That'd be really cool to pack that out. You know? And I don't know. I don't know. Have any idea? Haven't even seen. I mean, I've seen some of the renderings, but haven't gotten a tour or anything yet. So don't know what they'll be able to see inside. I know those sheets are for practice and things, but they can also do with other other events there, though. So I'm not sure what it would seat. So it might not be practical, but if it if yeah. it's in any way practical, it would sure make sense. It is 6.30 on the Blitz 1170. He's Bryce Halls. I'm Rick Corey. All right. I found something yesterday I want to play for you. A couple of things, actually. Uh, <clears throat> one of them, I never got to play the crowd singing Red Solo Cup the other night at LNC mm-hmm. uh, during the Bedlam basketball, which I thought was cool. But I, I also found a random person going around at the Super Bowl asking what people's tickets cost. And it's not very long. Uh, literally, it's, what, 21 seconds. But I want to play some of what they found. Did you see Marshawn Lynch at the airport? Didn't. <laughs> Marshawn Lynch, for what? And I think he's at the airport. He might have just been at a casino. But Marshawn <laughs> Lynch, who wouldn't speak during his playing career, now won't shut up. <laughs> and I'm okay. I'm, I'm here with, so I don't get fined. And I, then now right, it's different. <laughs> I'm okay with that. So he gets a recorder and gets a guy videotaping him or somebody, and he walks around <laughs> yelling F you at 49ers nice. fans. <laughs> and then just to try to, all he's trying to do is irritate. Once a Seahawk, always a Seahawk. He's <laughs> just trying to irritate 49ers fans, right? And then they're screaming back at him. I have no idea how many of them realize that's beast mode. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they might not. They're just thinking some random guy is going through here. He's trying to be a TikTok star. No, that's Marshawn. Yeah, get out of here, you jerk. <laughs> Who's that? And I tried to beep it, but it would be nothing but one big beep. So I'm not even going to do that. But I am going to tell you if you're interested in. I mean, you might think it's over the top. I just laughed at this as he is purposely trying to light the fire of all those Niner fans. And they're lighting right back. So add those right. to the people who broke televisions and jumped their friends <laughs> and all those things after the Super Bowl. But if you haven't seen it, you really ought to. I also have Mike uh, have Kyle Shanahan, pardon me, Kyle Shanahan's explanation of why he did what he did in overtime. As I mentioned, we'll get into the overtimes. And then I don't know if you saw this or not. 
My absolute down, uh, no questions favorite commercial in the Super Bowl was the Dunkings. It was yeah. the you know the uh, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon and Tom Brady and J Lo and all that, right? Did you see the outtake? I haven't seen any outtakes. Yeah, well, I've, I actually have the outtake. And when I first saw this, I thought, oh, cool, it's a staged outtake. Okay. But I still have it. I'll explain it, we'll and we'll play that for you. And I didn't get to this last week, and I wanted to. I, if I ask you, well, I'll ask you to think about this, Bryce Hulse, because okay. Bryce is a big basketball guy. Your your favorite basketball analysts, because I have one, and okay. I have his opinion of the best venues in college basketball, and I want to play that today as well. All that here, plus, as I've said, your opinions at 918-262-5072. Have you thought through the Super Bowl now? Has your opinion changed any? Do you believe the same things you believed before? We have numbers on the Super Bowl, all those things. And as I heard Jonas Knox say when they started at 5, Today's not the Super Bowl. Today is the late reaction Super Bowl. <laughs> so you've the delayed reaction game. So you've had time to look and think and all those things. Study film, break down, that's a hold. That was a hold. If he does this, throw it there. He missed this guy. What have you thought? Have you rethought anything? And if so, let me know at 918-262-5072. It is 632, and this is the Blitz 1170. Don't look now, but the Blitz is on TikTok. Follow along at the Blitz 1170. From the Oklahoma Sports Desk, it's time for a two-minute drill on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. The 25th-ranked Oklahoma Sooners will be in Waco tonight. They'll face the 12th-ranked Baylor Bears. The Sooners have two ranked wins this season, looking for a third. Tip-off at Foster Pavilion is at 8 p.m. The Pittsburgh Steelers released three players, Chuck Wilma Okorofor, Presley Harvin, and quarterback Mitch Trubisky. Former Oklahoma State quarterback Mason Rudolph is scheduled to hit free agency in March and has said that he would like a fresh start with a different franchise. And UCLA has hired former Bruins star running back and longtime assistant coach Deshaun Foster as their next head coach. He agreed to a five-year contract. He had taken a job as the Las Vegas Raiders running backs coach earlier this month. That's the Wonderworld of Tulsa 2-Minute Drill. I'm Bryce Holson, the Boots 1170 and streaming on the Boots 1170 app. This is the Morning Blitz with Rick Corey. Want to get in the game? Call us up at 918-879-1170. We want to hear from you. And we'll do the same thing on the Neuropathy Treatment of Oklahoma text line. You can just text us at 918-262-5072. That's Bryce Hulse in the next room. I'm Rick Corey in here in the Tulsa Oilers Hockey Studio. Speaking of the Oilers, when they are home on Sundays, you can just skate on the ice with the players. It's called Sunday Fun Day. You can rent skates, take your own, but you can do that on any Sunday Oilers home game. You can do that with the Oilers and the Blitz 1170. All right, I mentioned um, uh, I want to play the the thing here in a minute about college basketball venues. Before I do that, I want to get to a couple of Super Bowl things, one of those being the ticket prices. We we talked yesterday about, you know, as tickets even got down to two, 300 the prices remained high which was unusual, but that had to do, in my opinion, of it just being a new venue, being in Vegas. Now, if you build a brand-new stadium in, I don't know, wherever, I think the same thing would probably happen, but Vegas does tend to be its kind of own thing. (laughs) But that city secured itself a place in the rotation yesterday without question. I think there's any question. So how much did we – we saw, you know, tickets way – I mean, going for a ton. And I don't don't know about you, but my average thought was – all right, well, that might be what they cost, you know, the average person, or that might be the average cost overall, but somebody got in cheaper than that, right? Yeah. 
Uh, not so much. Somebody went around and asked people outside, what'd you pay? You spend on your Super Bowl tickets. 13 grand. 10,000 bucks. 9,000 tickets. It's a lifelong like, dream of mine to be here. I'm a little emotional. My dad uh, did it for my birthday. 8,500 feet. I actually got my ticket for free. It cost 8,000. Was it worth it? Are you excited to be here? Oh my God, yes. I didn't have to. I know a guy that knows a guy. <laughs> <laughs> so there were two. Who got in free? And you know that's going to happen. Somebody somewhere, whether it's a corporate deal or whatever, and somebody had an extra ticket. But almost everybody else were paying in that eight grand range. I just love how there was no in between. Like there's not uh-uh. like there's not like a guy who's just like yeah seven hundred you know or something. It was either eighty five hundred, ten thousand, or for free. Mm-hmm. And I saw that in more than one place. So it yeah. really was as expensive as it seemed. And sounded. And as much as we've gotten numbers on, we've gotten viewing numbers, we've gotten numbers on what people watched in commercials, what we haven't gotten is what it made Vegas. <laughs> and as I said yesterday, the winner wasn't the Chiefs, the winner was Las Vegas and oh, the state of Nevada. And I'd love to know. And somebody somewhere will probably put a number to all that. that. <laughs> yeah, because remember, they did that after the PGA here in Tulsa. They, oh, yeah. they, they break down the number of minutes the city was mentioned or on that kind of thing, not just on the broadcast because the broadcast was on a lot, but whether when it was a you know a beauty shot or you know that mm-hmm. kind of thing of the city, and then a promotional thing, if you will, and it came into just you know obviously millions and millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. Well, times, 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 times for what happened out in Vegas, right? Mm-hmm. Especially the first time. And by the way, the you know, we played yesterday the um, the piece of that where they you know they kind of Vegas up. The Super Bowl had the guy walking through the casino. That piece we played, that yeah. two minute and fifty Brandt, second piece, probably. yeah, Kyle Brandt. And I must have gotten thirty emails or texts yesterday. Hey, where can I find that? Hey, where can I find that? Where can I find it? We got a couple on our neuropathy treatment clinic of Oklahoma Tech Sport nine one eight two six two five zero seven two. But also, I got it from just friends or people I know or emails from random people because it's not like <laughs> I'm like Dion. It ain't hard to find. <laughs> my uh, my phone number is on the internet yeah. from my my business, and I'm you know you can find me. It's pretty simple. So I got a lot of those. Hey, you don't know me, but you know listener blah blah blah. Hey, can I find where I got that? I finally bookmarked the link so I could send it back out to people, and it is. <laughs> on a long page that came from the Las Vegas Review Journal, if you want to go find this. And it said, here's all the ways they Vegased up the Super Bowl. So it didn't just have that. It had a lot of other things on there that if, you, if you're somewhat interested in the human nature part of this, if you will, and the promotional part and those things, which I do find interesting. I, you know, cities, in my opinion, don't take advantage like they should. It's been a lot of times in L.A. And L.A.'s like, man, I mean, they, literally, the city doesn't care. When you get to be a city of 7 million, there are so many varying opinions and people still have jobs and lives. And there's a certain amount of those people who couldn't afford to go anyway. Yeah. So the interest level is amongst those who are trying to make money for the place or you might have to work for the venue or whatever. But on the average, L.A. doesn't care. I don't think Miami cares. You know, I don't think New Orleans cares. I, I can tell you, New Orleans doesn't care. They're in a back alley throwing up Jello shots. They don't care. <laughs> it's not their thing. Yeah, the people who are going care, and the people who are trying to get somewhere downtown on Sunday and they can't because of the blocks. Mm. You know, you can't get anywhere. But that thing's you know close to downtown and it ties everything up. Uh, Houston, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Houston's the fourth yeah. biggest city in America. I don't know that they put a lot of it into it, too. Now, if you were to do one in San Antonio, 
first time, yeah. it'd be a thing. Right? right? It would be. It'd be a thing. But but out in Vegas, and again, I, I don't think all of Vegas cared, but I do think the city was smart enough to buy in and mm-hmm. take advantage of everything that came along with it. Take advantage of that theme. Right? Uh-huh. And, you know, the first time it was in L.A. was a long time ago, so you didn't, people didn't do what they're doing now. Yeah. The first time it was in Miami was a long time ago. The first time it was in New Orleans. I think now when it comes there, it's like, eh, so Super Bowl again. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I just don't think, thing. yeah, I, and I'm sure that the Chamber of Commerce or the, you know, whatever council or where, whatever promotional, uh, you know, arm tries to do a little something with it. But I don't think it's like they did in Vegas. I think they did a marvelous job. And exactly. I would love to see it spread around more. I'd love to see it in the new dome in Minnesota. I'd love to see it in Seattle. Those people yeah. are nuts. I Yes, I know it's outdoor and I know that time of year. You know, as Chris Lincoln once famously said, God intended football to be played outdoor on Saturday on grass at 1 (laughs) o'clock. He's talking college football. Yeah. (laughs) And, and, you know, I know, I know. Around here, we get that. uh, Trust that. And and, for those who are going, I I, I know, I know, we've grown beyond that, and we have domes, and all right, right, good for us. But I just mean I think it'd be kind of fun. I'd love to see it. Those people are so crazy. Love to see it up there. Yeah. There's just other places. I, I think it'd be fun to see. And the NFL is not going to do that. They're going to go to the places where they've been, and they're going to go to places who bid the most and blah, 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 blah. But I, I do think Vegas did a better job of taking advantage of it than anybody else. That's all there is to it. Yeah, we mentioned the numbers on this thing. Uh, I saw one tweet that, that claims these numbers are not true, that the uh, Super Bowl was not the most watched Super Bowl in history. That's what one of them says. It says that they can prove it's not right. Okay, fine, we'll, we'll see. But according to every other number we have seen, it was the most watched television program in history. Now, that's significant. That's really incredible. It is. Now, we do know, too, of course, that, you know, there's, um, you got streaming numbers in and all that. So, most watched telecast ever. The delivery was over 123.4 million average viewers. Now, that's across all platforms with a peak of over 202 million. <laughs> 202 million. CBS had the most at 120 million viewers. It's the largest audience in history for a single network. It's a 10% jump. Uh It was the most streamed Super Bowl in history. It was a record-setting audience on Paramount+. Plus. As I mentioned, you had the 202 million overall. Um, So, you know, if you will, at um, peak moments, let's put it Mm -hmm. like that. Now, if you go back to what are the most or what were the most watched of all time, we'd gone through this list before because almost all of them are Super Bowls. However, you can find, and this is maddening to me because everybody can, you know, the old story of if you torture numbers enough, they'll say anything you want. Mm-hmm. You can make this work in a lot of different ways. But according to what I found, and I did I did some research yesterday, the number one TV program when it came to viewing of all time was the Apollo 11 moon landing. Oh, wow. Which (laughs) I laughed about this yesterday, too, on the trip. (laughs) You got three hours to drive. You got a lot of time to think. (laughs) But all we heard yesterday, and full disclosure, somebody just came in the studio who works in the building and said, hey, we're having a discussion. You think the NFL staged a real? What? (laughs) 
mean, yes, I know. I get it. It's I know it's been mentioned, right? Yes, it has. <laughs> this is WWE now. And yeah, blah, 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 blah. there are people who believe we never landed on the moon. Mm-hmm. So they probably don't believe these numbers because they believe that the Super Bowl is a stage is the moon landing. <laughs> and I just laughed right out loud as I was thinking that somewhere around Chandler, Oklahoma. Uh, <laughs> the Apollo 11 moon landing in 1969, on really every network had that. I remember getting up late at night as a kid to watch that. I say kid, I was 11 years old. To watch that 125 to 150 million in that range back then, which is stunning. The number, and yeah. you think about you know, we were the remote three channels, that, that kind thing of is thing, like right? how, how many few options, right? Like, yeah. uh, availability well, for that, but and the time it was because it was later at night. Yeah. That that's that's really stunning to me. And then number two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, you have to go all the way down to 11 to not get a Super Bowl. 11 was Nixon's resignation, mm. and that was on multiple networks. Then you have Super Bowl, Super Bowl, till you get to 14, and you get the series finale of MASH, which for many years was the most watched, yeah. and that still is 105, 106 million. Then you had the Super Bowl halftime show, then another Super Bowl, then a movie called The Day After. Then mm. at 19, Roots. The final okay. roots, you know, the miniseries, yeah. which did kind of change TV. And then Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. And then this one, I remember exactly where I was. Number 23, O.J. Simpson's Pursuit. <laughs> I was standing in the newsroom mm-hmm. with everybody else at my previous job gawking. How can you not? At the White Bronco and the whole thing that went on there. What, what, and, a, what a time to be in news. <laughs> well, that, the O.J. verdict which I, I will never forget, there were probably 30 of us. At where, where I used to work in the old building at 71st and Yale, the company built the whole building. The old broadcasting group, which is gone, yeah. Swanson Broadcasting, built the entire building. And they had the, we had the entire fifth floor. And at that time, it was just one station. So it's kind of cool. Hmm. And the boss himself, Mr. Swanson, had a corner office. And that corner office had a bathroom in it. And he was the nicest guy ever. And so I would go out for runs during my, my – I didn't take lunch. I'd just go out for runs. And I asked him one day, I said, you know, could I possibly use your shower? Oh, yeah. So I'd go in there and use his shower. Well, when Mr. Swanson sold the business, all that, that area was turned into a big conference center, conference room. There are 20 or 30 of us in the conference room, our general manager, most of us. And they're just crammed in there watching this. And I'll never forget when the verdict came down. No one said a word. (laughs) It was stunned silence as everyone just kind of looked at the television. And then, you know, we also had the radio going, right? And you just kind of looked around and then quietly just filed out. Like, all right, that's that. It was. There was, it was bizarre. There was no conversation. There was, I have heard. And I didn't go, but I have heard that Schindler's List was that way. When people went to the movie, Ooh, yeah. at the end of the movie, they just silently got up and left with no conversation. I've I never seen it, but I believe that. Well, and I, and I I honestly didn't see it at the theater. I've seen it since, yeah. but I didn't see it at the theater. Um, and my wife didn't want to go, and I understand. But I did watch it later without her because I just want to watch it. I watched it at home. And I can see how that would have happened. But the same thing happened during OJ. Yeah. I was also standing in the newsroom when the space shuttle exploded, watching oh, wow. it. 
And I was standing in the newsroom when the air, second airplane hit in 9-11. And because we'd obviously, you go into action at that point. Yeah. But I, I tell you, this is, and this is one of those reasons why in our business, you never do this. Where I worked previously, we had carried every shuttle launch until that one. And that was, that was on in schools and stuff. Yeah. I mean, that, you know, uh-huh. it's just. Well, because of Krista McAuliffe. Yeah. And both my younger two, both my older children, Kelly and Lindsay, went to McAuliffe Elementary mm. at Union. Yeah. And we were, we were all standing in the newsroom and we had, our news director had decided, you know what? These have become routine. You know, it's, we're interrupting programming and they've become routine. We're just not going to do this one. Mm-hmm. Honest to goodness. And we are standing there watching and that happened. And he so was insane. he was standing next to me, and I, I I know what he had to be feeling, and of course he just took off and ran into the news booth and, yep. and went from there. But those are those moments you remember, you know. Mm. And so you you look back through these. I remember watching Nixon's speech in '74. Mm. I mean, I, all those things. I've been alive for all those. So you watch all those things, and I and I remember all those. But we just passed with the Super Bowl, the moon landing. Not, not to go off on this whole thing again, but I just want to ask you yes or no. Have you seen OJ's Made in America, the ESPN documentary? Not yet. It's, it's one of the best I've ever seen. It's a you know, few episodes part series, but yep. it's really good. But anyways, yeah. I just wanted to ask you that real quick. Yeah, no, I, I, I know about it. I have not. I do know he was diagnosed with prostate cancer, I think it is. Oh, OJ. oh yeah, very, yeah, 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 yeah very, very A couple recently. of days yeah, ago. Yeah. I didn't want to, I know I got off on a tangent right there, That's but the I was that like, is one of those things where then. you'll know where you, now, I, you know, and one of the reasons I wanted to do this is I also believe that there are moments in sports that you'll, you'll think of like that. I, I remember watching the 69 Super Bowl, the Jets Colts Super Bowl with Joe Namath, because I was, I was young, and so I thought that was cool, Namath's guaranteeing his white shoes and all that kind of thing, yeah. and I remember watching that, and I, rem- I know exactly where I was sitting, exactly where I was watching that whole thing. I felt the same way about the Cowboys-Colts Super Bowl, uh, the, uh, the 16-13 game, you know, the interception over the head of Dan Reeves, Mike Curtis intercepts, and the, you know, the field goal to win it. I remember that and where I was sitting. There are those moments in sports that do the same thing to you. You know, uh, Miracle on Ice. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know. Yeah. Do you believe in miracles? I, 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 saw, I saw the miracle, the movie, for the first time ever, just a couple months ago. So. You know who was there? Bruce Howard. Yeah, I I got down the YouTube rabbit hole about mm-hmm. that, and I saw a video of him um, talking to one of our news stations. He was in Lake Placid. That. Yeah, that's crazy. He was covering that in 1968. Right. Mm. I it, and I I have covered an Olympics, the the Atlanta Olympics. So I was there. I know what it's like to do that, and the overwhelming yet. And really, the pride of doing that, which is really fun, but I can't imagine being in the building for that, you oh, know, goodness. being around for that, that and just covering Lake Placid. That would have been so much fun. Well, yeah. we got down a rabbit hole right there, and I apologize. <laughs> the 656 are on the Blitz 1170. All that to say, it was the most watched thing in the history of television. So, all of you out there who are watching, yeah, we all were. 656, we'll come back with this day in sports history. You can let us know where you were at cer- certain sports moments. I think that'd be fun at 918-262-5072. What was the moment? Where were you? 918-262-5072. It's our Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line. Bryce is back with this day in sports history next. The Blitz text line is always open. 918-262-5072. You can text us anything you want at any time. From the Oklahoma Sports Desk, it's time for a two-minute drill on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app.
In Big 12 basketball last night, there were a couple of blowouts for the home teams. TCU handled West Virginia and Fort Worth 81-65, and Texas Tech dominated uh, sixth-ranked Kansas in Lubbock 79-50. Bill Self was ejected in that game. The 25th-ranked OU Sooners will be in Waco tonight as they face the 12th-ranked Baylor Bears. Tip-off at Foster Pavilion is at 8 p.m. And the third-ranked OSU Cowgirl tennis team secured their first-ever ITA Indoor National Championship yesterday with a thrilling 4-3 win over fifth-ranked Michigan. The Cowgirls' next match is at Arizona State on Saturday. That's the Wonder World of Tulsa 2-Minute Drill. I'm Bryce Holson, the Boots 1170, and streaming on the Boots 1170 app.